Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-transportable Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right. I'm like a port that became an inlet. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I thought you were saying you were a port that became a train. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. I was trying to get, make that work in my head and it did not play out. Oh, yeah, any. yeah. It did not sound well, but that's all right. I said it for you. It did not. I took, I took the judgment and the vitriol for you. <laughs> yes, someone, someone's got to take the, that hit. <laughs> How you doing, man? You know, we're recording this uh, early. You are off on vacation in Australia slash New Zealand slash other places. Yeah. Are you going to Tasmania also? I don't know. So I got kicked off the planning commission when... Carrie Lynn handed me the Sydney Lonely, Lonely Planet book, and I opened the page to Shark Island. I'm like, we're going to Shark Island. And she's like, no, we're not. I'm like, it's Shark Island. There's going to be sharks there. She's like, there aren't no sharks. I'm like, There's, it's freaking Shark Island. It's Shark Island. It turns out it's named that because it's shaped like a shark. Oh, and there's and there's a lot of pool sharks there. Yeah, a lot of pool sharks, lone sharks. And, so and you were the, on the planning uh, committee and then you made a suggestion and it got kiboshed and then you got kicked off the planning committee because you made a suggestion. This doesn't sound much like a committee. <laughs> Sounds like a dictatorship. I, the planning dictatorship. <laughs> so you don't know where you're going. You don't know if you're going. Are you going to New Zealand? So we fly in and out of Sydney and then we do a cruise around New Zealand. And so you don't know if you're going to Tasmania. Does the cruise go to Tasmania? I don't know. I don't know. The one thing I did was able to do, we found an Atlas Obscura. There's a medical museum coffee shop. So that's where we're going. That, that, and she was okay with that. Yeah. She's like, it's not shaped like a medical museum or shaped like a coffee <laughs> shop. That's cool that she's into that. But, you know, I love how you just opened it up, pointed at something or like you didn't even read the description of what it was. You're like, Shark Island. Yeah, yeah I just opened it with Shark Island. I was like, that's up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. So uh, you have you been in the Southern Hemisphere before in your life? I've No. Close. I've been is Panama. That's pretty close. I know. I know. That's like, like you could you could almost stick your half your body in. If uh, I reached across the, the the canal, I could almost touch it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the upside down moon. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, see all the different stars, and you know, yeah, I'm call looking... home from the future, <laughs> the, the Southern Cross. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I've been in the Southern Hemisphere a ton. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Uh, yeah. So how are things going with you? What are you up to? Still, Things are good, man. Uh, getting ready. We're baby preparation. We're in the home stretch here. So, uh, yeah. What, what does that mean, though? It's been so long since I was in the home stretch of baby preparations. I mean, I just I got handed a pamphlet the other day of different types of baby poo in the beginning, like the first month of baby poo. Oh. So, well, the, the one you got to save is... is the what is it, the colostrum is that right or is that the first milk i think that's the milk yeah, the went, you, mercurial is the first poop yeah the the, the black tar you sell on the black yeah, market you yeah, get, you, get yeah. you so high i'm gonna like i'm gonna try and jar it up and uh and then sort of keep it in the freezer uh and then drink it later when i'm older <laughs> you make <And> some, some tea <laughs> 
<laughs> Mercurial tea. <laughs> how do, how yeah, does, no, I, I'm trying to like keep all of that shit, man. How like, does Matt you know? stay so young? He eats baby poo. I ate baby Mercurial. <laughs> The first, their first poop, it's easier to get heroin than it is to get like first baby poo, <laughs> and, and freebase it. <laughs> so think about it though. There's so much heroin out there. There's only six billion first baby poos. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, that's some hard hard shit to get, man. It's only six six billion of these There's currently only six around. Billion of them. <laughs> and most people just throw it away. Yeah, exactly. They just think it's gross. They don't know that you can fucking go to outer dimensions if you sm- if you smoke it. <laughs> you can see what the baby sees. <laughs> so that's uh yeah. So it's, I got the little pamphlet with the different poops, and uh, which is very scary and intimidating. <laughs> yes, you're like I don't need to find out that one. Well, I have yes, I need to know. So I'm I'm actually going to start watching some birthing videos uh, to sort of desensitize myself to it. So this is exciting stuff. I never watched a single birthing video. It was all a surprise to me. And you passed out when you when your kid was being born. <laughs> I passed out while they were just sitting there, like, okay, here's how this is going to go. I need you to sign your name on this form, and I was like, <sighs> yeah, exactly. So I don't want to pass out. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so that's what I'm going to watch. I'm going to be desensitized. I'm going to know it all. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be more educated than the doctor. Now, do you have a betting pool as to whether Erica's going to poop while she shoots out the baby? Oh, actually, we need to add that to. We have a betting pool for like, you know, what day, what the weight is. You know, yeah, it's the a side gender. bet that you were supposed to send me that you never sent me. By the way, well, we haven't put it together yet. So relax. <laughs> Can... I'm going to add, does she poop to the, <laughs> the side wager? Yes, or to the side box. <laughs> and then will I throw up when I see that happen? Yeah. All right, Louie, let's get to the stories. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from Reuters.com. That's a news source more reliable than Reuters using Newsmax as a source. Yeah, that is true. And Reuters wouldn't do that because they are the most reliable news network voted by on the voted by the people. <laughs> by their employees, by their shareholders. <laughs> by their shareholders. No, they are. They uh, you know, they just released all the uh sort of best news companies like how factual they are and Reuters is number one man so it is reliable there we go dream job the Japanese man who gets paid to do nothing I like this this is looks like a solid job this is basically what we do though it's an yes that is <laughs> but we we travel around so uh, we get paid you know, we to, get, we, yeah, to prop we up the airline industry <laughs> essentially Shoji Morimota has has what some would see as a dream job he gets paid to do pretty much nothing i like how it's pretty much so there is something he has to do right the 38 year old tokyo resident charges ten thousand yen 71 dollars per booking to accompany clients and simply exist as a companion yeah don't they call that in uh, vegas the uh, girlfriend experience <laughs> i don't know is that a thing <laughs> i think you yeah isn't that like you rent a girlfriend for like three grand for the weekend and what do they do? I is think that, they're just supposed to like be. Is it a, are you talking about a prostitution? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, but it's more because she, she like goes to like your corporate dinner with you. Gotcha. 
Basically, I rent myself out. My job is to be whatever my clients want me to be and to do nothing in particular, Morimoto told Reuters, adding that he had handled some 40,000 sessions in the past four years. I mean, at 71 bucks, I'd be like, today you're a plumber. <laughs> yeah, right? Today you're going to remodel my house. <laughs> We're going to hang some drywall. Today you're going to do my taxes. It's going to be great. <laughs> With a lanky build and average looks, Morimoto now boasts nearly a quarter of a million followers on Twitter, where he finds most of his clients. Roughly a quarter of them are repeat customers, including one who has hired him 270 times. That's insane. I mean, 270 times. Like $140,000. $19,000. Oh, that's it? Yeah. I'll hire this guy. Yeah, that's not that much. It's really not. About it. Yeah. His job has taken him to a park with a person who wanted to play on a seesaw. He has also beamed and waved through a train window at a complete stranger who wanted to send off. So basically, he basically he uh, preys on people who have no friends. Yeah, and the weird Japanese like need to have something. I want to be on a seesaw. I want to <laughs> stare into the uh, the light of a lamp for an hour. <laughs> I want to malt with two straws in it. Exactly. Doing nothing doesn't mean Morimoto will do anything. He has turned down offers to move a fridge and go to Cambodia and doesn't take any requests of sexual nature. But, you know, like, how does he know what I'm putting in the spank bank? Well, that, that's that's on your own time. man. He's, not doing <laughs> He's like, don't look at me that way while I don't move this fridge. Last week, Morimoto sat opposite Aruna Chida, a 27-year-old data analyst clad in a sari, having a sparse conversation over tea and cakes. Chida wanted to wear the Indian garment out in public, but was worried it might embarrass her friends. So she turned to Morimoto for companionship. The best is they have a picture of this dinner, and they're both on their phones. They don't give an F. <laughs> yeah, they're just both texting the whole time. <laughs> I think I, my... that's more embarrassing than uh, <laughs> going out by yourself. <laughs> with my friends, I feel I have to entertain them. But with the rental guy, I don't feel the need to be chatty, she said. Isn't Why that... would you pay money for that then? <laughs> yeah, well, just, just buy a real doll and take it with you. Yeah, that's not, they're, you're not going to bring attention to your sorry then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? Before Morimoto found his true calling, he worked at a publishing company and was often chided for doing nothing. I started wondering what would happen if I provided my ability to do nothing as a service to clients, he said. Hey, play to your strengths, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my strengths is laziness. How can I make money to be lazy? How can I eat tea and cake with someone and not make eye contact? The $71. The companionship business is now Morimoto's sole source of income with which he supports his wife and child, although he declined to disclose how much he makes. He said he sees about one or two clients a day before the pandemic. It was three or four a day. So yeah, he's making one. He's making 300 bucks a day yep. doing this. After he spent a Wednesday doing nothing of note in Tokyo, Morimoto reflected on the bizarre nature of his job and appeared to question a society that values productivity and derides uselessness. So after a day of doing nothing, he sits down and stares at the sky and does nothing. Yeah, I don't know why he because he's doing something right. I mean, yeah, he's providing value to people who are willing to pay. I mean, that's what value is. is he has how a much task he has to complete. So like if the sorry lady was like, you're too chatty or yeah. you're not chatty or like if she wanted to chat. Yeah. What's the refund policy on this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got 30 days to return the nothing. 
People tend to think that my doing nothing is valuable because it is useful for others, but it's fine to really not do anything. People do not have to be useful in any specific way, he said. I know. I tell that to people all the time. You're not useful in any specific way. So I guess this was, uh, they actually made, at the end, they said that he actually charges 10,000 yen per booking, not per hour. Ah. So could that be for more than an hour? Or less. I mean, we don't know. I mean, how long does a game of Seesaw last? <laughs> oh, 90 minutes easy. <laughs> it's like, I had to, my ass was so sore. <laughs> the guy just kept wanting to go up and I down. Went, I, I had a guy hire me to uh, be his companion for the day. My ass is so sore. <laughs> What'd you guys do? Oh, we played Seesaw. For like three hours. <laughs> oh, uh, this is kind of cool. I mean, he's meeting people. He's getting out. He's probably eating at different restaurants. He's meeting different types of people. Yeah, he's learning all about sari culture. I mean, the, but what he's saying, it sounds like this guy's sort of a, a, a Debbie Downer a little bit. I wouldn't. Not sure I would love his conversation skills would be awesome. Yeah, that's not a strong suit, which is why he does yeah. what he does. I mean, Japan is weird, man. And uh, have you been to Japan? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, so I'm not surprised that this exists in Japan. It's like it's full of weird shit like this, where it's just like, <laughs> you know, something you can have anybody do anything there for any <laughs> amount of money. You can make it happen. So, spoiler alert: the person who needed the fridge move could probably find someone to do that. No, actually, they don't. They, no handyman exists there. It's That's actually. the one thing that they lack. <laughs> and they bring in Chinese people. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. Story number two. This story comes from drg.com. That's a news source more reliable than having your baby delivered by Dr. J. Do- I think Dr. J would be a good uh, birthing consultant. <laughs> the baby comes out and he's just spinning it on his finger. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking free throws with it. I thought you were going to say Warren G. <laughs> I think that would be more problematic if, instead of Dr. J. Isn't Warren G dead? No, Warren G's still alive. I don't know. Yeah, Warren G's still alive, dude. Oh, Nate was. I think Nate Dog died. No, Nate Dog didn't die, dude. No, he did die. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> he died in 2011. He's dead for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so story goes woman charged with sending bee swarm on deputies at eviction. I like how this is like, she's like an old-timey wizard, just like calling up her wrath and sending it out. It's like, how, can you be, how can you be charged with that? That's kind of wild. I mean, is that is that an actual crime? To, to, if, if it was like a swarm of dogs she sent at someone, it'd be the yeah. same deal. It, yeah, no, it's like, uh, you know, she sort of uh, conjures a tornado to land on somebody's house, right? Like, can you be charged? Is that illegal? I, I mean, that's what they tried to get Dorothy with. Yeah, it's true. A Massachusetts woman who released a swarm of bees on sheriff's deputies as they try to serve an eviction notice is facing multiple assault and battery charges, authorities said. I hope 
that the eviction was because she had too many bees. They're like, you got too many pets here. She's like, I'm just letting them free. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, right. I'm just complying. <laughs> I'm getting rid of some right now. <laughs> Rory S. Woods, 55, pleaded not guilty at her arraignment on October 12th in Springfield District Court and was released without bail. MassLive.com, citing court records reported on Wednesday. How do you think they got the cops ready for this? Like, okay, this isn't your normal sting operation. This is a beekeeper. I didn't. I didn't know that cops served eviction notices. I thought like the owner served the eviction notice. I, I think you get like a the one that's like you have X amount of days to comply, but then it, it ha- the sheriff ends up doing it. Because when no, I thought- because I've evicted somebody, and it was uh, my old my old business partner. His dad owned a property. And he hired me to like, they served him the eviction and the building manager is the person that sort of like gave the person the eviction. And then we moved all their shit out. So at, at the condo, we would try and serve them. And then you have the sheriff step in at one, a certain point. When they don't leave. Is that when the I sheriff it's, steps in or it's, I don't remember if they didn't leave or they avoided us. Gotcha. Uh, Cause then at some point, all the sheriff has to do is like put something on the door and the sheriff's like, I did it. So, gotcha. They put the like yellow tape up. That's like, don't cross. Yeah. And if I recall, the person was like, the person was like, oh, I entered through the back door. So I never saw it. (laughs) (laughs) She and other protesters maintained that they were trying to prevent a wrongful eviction. The homeowner, Alton King, brought evidence of a bankruptcy stay to court the next day, at which point everything should have stopped, said Grace Ross of the Massachusetts Alliance Against Predatory Lending. That's a lot of stuff where I don't understand what's happening now. (laughs) (laughs) The Massachusetts Alliance Against Predatory Lending. Yeah, they said, okay, so it's it's an organization in Massachusetts that's trying to stop people from lending and then sort of uh, taking advantage of the people that they're lending to. Yes. Or it's lenders who lend to young children. Yes, exactly. Woods lawyer did not immediately respond to a voicemail left by the Associated Press on Wednesday. Hampton County deputies were met by protesters when they went to the home in Long Meadow on the morning of October 12th, according to the official department report. This is some like 1980 movie stuff where you're like protesting like it's like Goonies where they're protesting the the guy from taking the goondocks. Well, so I don't understand. So like the person must have got handed an eviction notice originally and then they must have notified other people. Because what? How else would there be protesters there? I think it has to do with the court. They mentioned that the bankruptcy court. Gotcha. What do you say? What is the eviction? Hell no, we won't go. <laughs> is that what that was like? What? What That's is like their the little catchphrase? <laughs> eviction. I mean, what fucking rhymes with eviction? Uh, conviction. Con- uh, yeah. Um, no eviction without conviction. Exactly. <laughs> Only eviction if there's addiction. <laughs> There is addiction, so no eviction. (laughs) Woods, who lives in Hadley, arrived in an SUV towing a trailer carrying beehives and started shaking them, breaking the cover off one and causing hundreds of bees to swarm out and initially sting one deputy, according to the report. All right, that's actually pretty badass that she rolled up with like a flatbed full of of bees. I think you like it would be cooler to like rob a bank. Like, give me all your money, or I'm going to release all these bees. But I think these that's murder hornets. That's the point. Everyone's gonna be like, yes, please. Like, take take the money because you know it's like I'd rather 
have a guy with a gun pointed at me than like a crazy person with a machete or like a crazy person with a hammer. Yeah. Right. But, uh, the dude who rolls in, if you walk in with a beehive to the, to the Wells Fargo. (laughs) (laughs) Woods who put on a beekeeper suit to protect herself was, was eventually handcuffed, but not before several more sheriff department's employees were stung, including three who were allergic to bees. The report said, I wonder if after this, they have to find those three bees and put them down. It's like in jaws where they got to find the one shark. Don't want bees die after they sing people? I guess they do, yeah. Yeah, they're... so they are. <laughs> so I don't understand why, like, the severity of the bite. Like, for example, these guys were allergic. Why would that be significant to the punishment of the person who had the bees? Like, they didn't know that. Yeah, it's like if I shot you with a gun and you were allergic to lead. Yeah, exactly. Like, does it make like, it worse? Like, why would I get more punishment because you're allergic to something? It's like, I should get less because I'm doing the world a favor by trying to eliminate people who are allergic to stupid shit. It's called natural selection, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when Woods was told that several officers were allergic, she said, oh, you're allergic? Good, according to the report. Wait, so wait, she rolled up with the, she rolled up with the bees and the, and the cops were like, hey, there's three people who are allergic to here. <laughs> She's like, ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Hamden counted. She, she said she was like Nate G. She said, "Regulator, <laughs> swarm <Allergy>. up, <laughs> warm up." Hampton County Sheriff Nick Coochie said Woods could not could have faced more serious charges if anything worse had happened. We had one staff member go to the hospital, and luckily he was all right. Coochie said, "I mean, this is the thing, like." If you're allergic to bees, when they they roll up, when she rolls up on that flatbed, that's when you get in your your patrol car and and call it a day. Yeah, I don't. I mean, this whole thing is ridiculous. Like, what is happening? And you sort of glossed over the fact that the guy's name is Coochie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like who who on a uh, with a clear conscience on their ballot is like who do you want for for deputy? Deputy Coochie or her sheriff? You want Deputy Coochie or Deputy... We want Coochie for four more years. <laughs> more Coochie. <laughs> the deputies were simply doing their duty, Chief Deputy Sheriff Robert Hoffman said. We had a court order that's been presented to us, and it's our job to effectuate that court order, Hoffman said. It was Miss Wood's arrival with her vehicle and her trailer that really caused things to go haywire that's the thing is you're rolling up on her time maybe she was just like freeing bees and then you happen to be there yeah it's true maybe she was just like you know in the middle of her bee maybe she was transporting her bees out after because she got the original eviction notice and she was getting the bees away you showed up with your SWAT team or whatever and And uh she's like these are foster bees and they had a bad experience with a SWAT team with their old owners (laughs) so what do you think louie I have sympathy for the, the three dudes who had an allergy, but B, I, B, <laughs> I like her tactics. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think this is ridiculous. It's like, I don't think she should be charged. I mean, how, how is it a crime to release wild animals into the wild? It's not my fault that they attacked you. Yeah, That's between you and the bee. That I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the charge of the bee for the crime. I didn't assault anybody. Yeah, that, I guess that's like if you had a bear on your property while the SWAT team showed up to arrest you for crank and the bear mauled someone. That's not your problem. Exactly. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like this is some bullshit, man. They're just trying to uh they're just trying to pollinate. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you haven't given us a five-star review, wherever you got this podcast at, please do so. It helps us out quite a bit. Yep. And then check out the Patreon. You go to oddenoffbeat.com, hit the Patreon link for as little as a few bucks a month. Matt will send you some mouse turds. I may send yep. you a postcard for my uh, vacation. Wherever you're going. Who knows? <laughs> Where, wherever we end up. We know it's not from Shark Island. That's what we know. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> uh, where can the fine people uh, follow Louis Fox this week? Because I know you're on vacation. Yep. Um, I'll be, I think we'll be somewhere in New Zealand. Uh, I'll be playing some shuffleboard probably on the ship. And uh, if you want to follow his adventures, you can do so on his website, louisfox.com, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, or my Facebook. Hit me up on the oh, Facebook. Oh, your Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. And where can they catch you this week? Uh, this is my last gig and I actually haven't told you about this and I'm a little bit embarrassed that I'm even talking about it. I'm going to do a national TV spot on the Mike Huckabee show on November 3rd. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, and that will, uh, I'm filming it on the third. It will air on the fifth and which I won't be watching because we're going to be doing a baby shower on the fifth, which your daughter is going to come down for. Yep. And uh, we're going to put up the uh, different poops that people can uh, Bet on. also enjoy uh, what I'm learning. Why wouldn't you watch it at the baby shower? No, I'm not. I don't need to. Uh, <laughs> I've been going through my show because the the Mike Huckabee show is on the largest Christian TV. TV it's the largest Christian TV network in the world. And I'm going through my show and I'm like, I literally have nothing that is funny that would work on this show. <laughs> I don't have one thing. I have no jokes that would be good for this. So uh, uh, You have that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, and I'm a little embarrassed to have... Uh, the fact that I'm going on it, but whatever it is what it is. And that's my last show for uh three or four months. Nice. Nice. You're know, going man. out on a, on a big bang. The on a, a religious, a religious on a big, no, don't say big. You can't say big bang. You can't say big <laughs> bang. That's how hard it is. Network. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, we want to thank you so much for listening again. Uh, if you have any stories or things that you want to talk to us, send us, message info at odd and offbeat.com and we want to thank you so much for listening we hope you have a weird week we are out bye thanks for listening to the odd and offbeat podcast stay weird <laughs>